when I'm not drinking bourbon or writing blues songs, I listen to the Sean Geek Podcast over on seanmcginnity.ca, and you should too. There he is. Yeah. Welcome. Ah, there was Zombocom. <laughs> oh, hang on here. We should buy that web domain. No wonder it's cheap. How's that? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Am I coming in good? Yeah, you're coming in stereo. Yeah, you're coming in with a millisecond delay. I've I've done the best I can with what internet I have, um, but I, uh, I I yeah I'm I'm logged straight straight through everything, so there, I don't know why there is a delay. I'm not getting delay. I'm just getting a do uh, like a. It's like you're running in stereo, but one's just off just a hair. You know, I think it has something to do with the audio on my computer competing with the audio on um, the. Uh, the board like there's a feedback somewhere that's causing some distortion in my voice like i'm going to record my audio into my board and then if you guys want it i can send it to you just as a backup so that mine comes in nice and clear because i know when i do it with my guys it they're like we can't even hear you yeah if you send it yeah send it to me just in case because maybe i don't know maybe it's recording funny so if we have that then i could just lay it on top but anyway welcome to the sean geek podcast part two (laughs) <laughs> what's up guys at least he's recording this time yeah <laughs> <laughs> best the funniest bit ever you can take our word for it because we don't have to prove it to you but it was the funniest bit ever in in uh sean geek podcast history and then i hit record after it was done oh god it's crazy he, he was telling about his uh early morning wake up well, I guess I could probably share it now. Yeah, you could probably share it now. <laughs> so I am drinking espresso at this time of night for a reason. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, so I worked till midnight last night. This feels like deja vu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I was working till midnight last night, stumbled to bed, just exhausted. And then I woke up this morning to... Eh, eh, it was the dog getting ready to puke, jump out of bed, trying to, the dog wants to go outside and I'm trying to get outside, get her to go to the back door. The door is locked. I can't get, I'm trying to push the lockdowns or to unlock it so I can, you know, let her out, open the door. The house alarm goes off. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is like, what the fuck's going on? She runs to the alarm to turn it off. So you put the code in and then it gives you the option of yes or no. Yes. Being call the police immediately. No, meaning this is a false alarm. She thought yes meant turn the alarm off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yep. So, <That's> <laughs> so she hits yes. And then I'm like, 
because I jumped out of bed and ran out because I always mute my phone at night. The only thing that goes off is the alarm because I don't want to I get dinged from, you know, whatever, everything all the time. So I always mute it at night. And all I can hear is the alarm. That means nobody can call me when I'm sleeping. And I'm like, oh, shit, my phone is muted. The alarm company is going to call. <laughs> and if they don't get a hold of me, the cops are already on the way. Yeah, because that's a like, uh oh, something's happening at the house. I didn't know as an athlete, I was able to to do those steps three at a time to get <laughs> back to my bedroom to grab my phone and unmute it. It was it was phenomenal. Did they call? Yeah, oh, they the 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 alarm company called. Yes, okay. And they're like, and I explained what happened. They're like, oh my god, how's your dog? <laughs> <laughs> now, did the dog actually get sick? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you didn't slip on any. No, because that would have been that would have been the. No, I mean that did happen because it's going to be a strip at some point, right, Corey? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to do. It's going to be a strip. That's it. (laughs) Um, we've got uh, your host Seanorama here, and we've got who? Who else do we got in the room? Let's go down to my brother, the the blood brother guy. Is that (laughs) fast Fred fingers? And uh, the brother from another mother guy, our third on the show. That would be the Corey Geek. And special guest this week is uh, Michael Petro from The Real Debaters. Hi, Mike. Hello. I know he doesn't like being called Mike. No, you can I'm call assuming. me if you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. You really need a red microphone cover. Because that looks like a huge black nose you have right on right now. And if it was red, it would be just hilarious with a little with a little smiley face on the other side. Well, I can take pictures here, can't I? How do I take a picture? Just take a picture and then get a red nose and like just take the background out and put it on put it on my face and then you can use that for your uh for, for your uh your social media for that. Wait, how do you take a picture in here? I don't know because I forget to do it. I, I've Roger Boyer, who's uh, a guy I talked to recently for a podcast we do. Um, he took a picture and I was like, fuck, I should have asked him. Damn it. I'm looking here. I can't figure it out. Anyway, um, Michael's got a show called The Real Debaters. You are the, is it, uh, is it safe to say you're the, the showrunner? Uh, yeah i mean it's i will never say that i will i will never say that myself but i'll agree to people who 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 say something like that because it makes it's easy to put on paper yeah so um all of the behind the scenes stuff is me but collectively creatively it is a a group effort uh now the reason i wanted to have you on the show other than to have you on the show (laughs) um was uh i wanted to get you and Corey in the same room um, because I think uh Corey needs to be on your show at some point. So I am strong arming you right now. I can kick you out of the room, but you have to invite Corey to your show. Hundred percent on record, on recording, Corey, uh revolving door. Feel free to spin around in it a bu- bunch of times like Buddy from Elf or come on in. But yeah, you're 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 totally invited. okay. It's like he knows me. I'm just gonna <laughs> on that spinning door and say like, <laughs> kind of like a homer simpson or you know uh, the um peter griffin type thing yeah totally <laughs> so uh cory uh 
just to give uh, Michael some history here, uh, why Corey is on the show in general and why he's in our lives. Uh, Corey and I went to war together, a war called The Evil Within. Yep. Uh, it was a, a film we were both on. Um, we both valiantly. What's that? We fought valiantly side by side. Yes, we did. Uh, so Corey's a. Corey's a, an amazingly creative guy. Makeup. You were brought. Were you brought on just as a makeup guy at first? Yeah. Well, it was uh, fresh out of uh, complexions at the time. It's fresh out of school. Um, I had just gone back in. I guess it would have been uh, June or July. Uh, just in time for the Fringe Festival, and uh, then Barry James. It's like, hey, you need to meet this guy. So he brought me over to meet Clay. And, you know, from there, you know, the rest is history. And through Clay, I met you. And through you, I met Todd. And now, Michael. There you go. The circle, <laughs> the circle of life. So, my, so my, Michael, the other reason I wanted to have you on the show, I, I kind of feel that you've had appearances on other podcasts. And the one thing, maybe I've, I've missed an episode here or there, but I feel like we need to get to know you a little bit better. It's what what, on the real debaters. There's, you know, three to four people talking, talking about a movie, but we, we don't get to know you that well. And coming off that episode that I was on of your show, um, we actually got to deep dive into the four of us on that panel into who we really were. Yeah. And, uh, I have to say, I, I like I like this. Like I liked you before, but I got to know you a little bit better on that episode. So it was, it was good. So I kind of wanted to use that as to slide into this because I like tying our shows together when I can, right. totally. and to kind of get to know who Michael is. Well, uh, before you before you um, put me in the hot seat, which I'm, uh, thank you. Like those, that's the most amount of compliments in a row outside of. Shauna, I've ever heard from another individual in a long time. So uh, I appreciate that. I don't know how. I will make it as interesting as possible. It, just just to provide some context for what you're saying, uh, the episode we we did, uh, unless you you want to talk about it or do you, I can premise it right here. Because I got to know you too. Like that was the cool thing. We did an episode in short called Soundtrack Your Life, which is basically creating if your movie was, if your life was a movie, what would the soundtrack be? Take four moments and then just put a song to them. And when I pitched you, Sean, you were like, I do this already. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't, I, I knew when I asked you, it wouldn't be a stretch, but I didn't realize that you were like ready a week in advance, which was super cool. Cause as uh fast Fred over there will tell you, I uh, <laughs> issue homework. It's yeah. part of <laughs> Corey, so to you, before before anything happens, you can ask Todd all about the homework I assigned. It's it's not too in depth, but to answer your point, Sean, so you, well, unless Todd's doing the homework, then it's like you know, then it's a thesis. <laughs> um, so what, here we go. <laughs> Stack those papers. Um, but I, so thank you. Before we even continue, because that, that's super solid of you, and and I had a good time on that episode because it was I got to get to know you because we we were essentially telling random intense stories about ourselves to strangers. Like Martin's the only one I know. You you and Rusty knew no nobody. So it was a it was a bonding experience. Yeah, it was it was actually cool because I I don't know Martin either, and that, that was the first time meeting Martin who's on the show on your show all the time. Yeah. It's like, wow, Martin's actually really cool. 
Like he's really, right. he's actually, he's a comedian. Okay. But I, I guess I didn't get to see the depth of Martin until that episode. And I was like, hold, because I've listened to a lot of debaters episodes. Contrary to real debaters as opposed to that other show. Oh, hey, we're like on record. Uh, I I love that show. I think that show is great. And I was like, okay, we're all about movies. They're all about life. So I was like, nah, it won't be a problem. And like, you know, it's kind of cool to be in the same, like if you search the word, we kind of show up. So I was like, nah, whatever. I checked it with the government first to make sure it was kosher. So I, I did whatever diligence I could. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I kind of wanted to slide to have you on the show yeah. to kind of like, okay, well, I get, we got to know you a little bit better. Um, we, we get personal, I guess on this show a little bit, we get kind of not personal, but we get to know each other. Todd's always got great stories of, you know, from back home or, or, or whatever. And, uh, I mean, I, like I said, I've been on the front lines with both of these men here. So, uh, because we've all been on the front lines before, we're actually going to stay in the trench. We're going to push you forward into Wait. the firing uh, area of the battlefield. Perfect. You are the cannon fodder. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time I've been called that. So you kind of alluded to, and I'm actually writing a screenplay for this now. Well, apparently. I, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> but um, you, you had mentioned you went to Crecom. Are you, you're trying to oh. get into Crecom? There it is. Yeah. I didn't, I tried and didn't get in. So fuck them or, or what? Like, well, that was the initial response. I mean, I, and I'm human, so I, <laughs> but like, yeah, I, 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 uh, long year short, uh, I applied, got past the first round, went, well, I got like, you do the big interview thing and, uh, where they like, <laughs> it's me and, like 30, 18 year old, 17 year olds. And I'm like, Oh, this is just a bad idea. I should not go back to school. I have a job. Um, and I, it's a good job and fuck it. So, uh, I got, I, I decided let's pursue this as far as it can go. And Shauna was really great about it. Cause it's like, you're, you're quitting life to restart life. And, uh, I will, I will end this with, I'm so glad I didn't get in. There's there's a silver lining to this. And I realized it the other day, and you're a part of it. But um, so anyways, get in, get past the first part, which is just like a literary test, like basic stuff for, for, for communicating. And then um, after that, you get a portfolio that you have to create. And I've never done anything like this. So I was like looking for as much help as possible. And I got really anxious about it. Fast forward to like four months later, Walked around Red River. You like, can't always <laughs> get what you want. You get it. You totally get it. That's exactly <laughs> why I picked that song. Um, and so I, uh, I, I walked around like I must have walked a trench in the fucking sidewalk around Red River, and went in, dropped it off, and was like Salavi, and then got an email way too long later, in my opinion. Like you don't let somebody like it, it was like I had to do a movie review. I had to like talk about a picture, three pictures that I took, like just stuff that I was no, 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 like I'm no good at that shit whatsoever. You know, after having done a podcast for a while, I know what I'm good at. None of those other things I was good at. So, um, I, uh, uh, I got the email said I didn't get in. I was like, fuck you. I didn't get in. And I, I didn't even get a response. And that's my only real complaint. Okay. I didn't get in fine whatever that is what it is right i'm not gonna let that bug stay up my ass 
But like, I was like, well, what do I do if I want to get in? And they were like, retry. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, that's not enough to make somebody want to pay you 12 grand to come back to your school. If they stand a chance, fast forward two or three months later, I was like, well, there, what, what, what was I? What was I? I don't even know why I was thinking about it. I was like, what was I interested in? And there was production. And I, that's why I wanted to go. I wanted to learn how to like be behind the scenes and produce stuff. I didn't want to. I didn't want to, I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to be in, I'm like, I'm a big guy. I got a round face. Like I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I'm handsome because of my personality, not because of my looks. So like, I don't want to be in front of the camera. Um, which is why you never see me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that video that uh, Sam made you do. It was like the first time I'm like, Oh, that's Michael. <laughs> yeah. 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 That video, fuck, that video is fucking funny. Cause I was like, awesome. Oh, people are going to think that that fucking yak is real. Anyways. Uh, I digress. So, um, I realized that podcasting was a thing and podcasting is a thing. Like podcasting is fucking huge. So, um, I was like, well, I have some money and I, don't have like if, if every every famous person that i've ever respected has always been like just film it just write it just shoot it so i took the money and just bought it and here we are now i just it was it was uh it was a failed attempt at trying to better myself that i ended up finding a hobby that i absolutely love and it's a blast and i get to hang out with my friends and we get to talk about dumb shit okay so on, on that point i, I kind of want to go around the table here because you, you hit on a couple of interesting things and we'll start with Corey, but is there something in that story there that, that you can relate to Oh yeah, where you're like, fuck, start over, do something different. Like that's pretty tell much us about you. That's exactly what I was trying to do with uh, going to uh, complexions. Right. Cause I had this idea. Okay. Well, you know, I enjoy art. I enjoy sculpting. I enjoy, you know, all these things. I enjoy movies. I mean, it was, huge uh movie file for the longest time um until you know yeah (laughs) and then i got married and you know now it's my entire life is paw patrol um (laughs) (laughs) you poor i guys you all i know you all have kids i don't i have fur babies like it's paw patrol every day here but it's real Corey. i all of you i don't know how you listen to trios yeah (laughs) yeah but uh so and you know i got back home and it was like okay well i'm going to need a job because now i've got these student loans and so i wound up you know what's an easy job to do hey bruce campbell did it let's become a security guard and here i am 20 years later in the industry still doing it but now i've got a fairly decent uh i mean it's reasonable thing it's you know nothing amazing but uh i've got a really good benefits package and you know it's pretty much the only reason why i stick with the job is because it keeps you know our medication uh, bills manageable as opposed to probably close to a thousand dollars a month jesus so well you know i've got three kids and you know myself and the wife you know and all of us are on various medications so you know it's so you know there's that kind of you know, lost opportunity there you know a lot of my uh a lot of the alumni uh my classmates sort of gone on to working in the uh movie industry uh, a couple of them started their own uh creature effects shop you know a couple of them are working uh on films one of them's teaching uh one of the ones that i still want to get on to uh the uh, shangi podcast has been working for the last couple of years on a charlton uh, comics movie uh, documentary 
I'm sorry, Charlton Comics stock. Charlton initially. Comics, yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, I've been working as a mall cop. <laughs> you don't have one of those things that those motorized things, do you? No, I don't have. No. And honestly, that would be just a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Running people I, over. I mean, you guys have heard the... the... <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard the story about the guy who bought Segway and then drove to the end of the cliff and then fell over, fell off and died. Like the yeah. owner of Segway, like died from the one thing Segway said it would never allow to happen. <laughs> yeah, I love Paul Blart. Yeah, actually, I've never seen the Paul Blart movies. It's you know actually people- it's it's much better than people make it out to be. Yeah, except you know I've been called Paul Blart so many times in the last. Mm x number of years i have absolutely no desire to see the movie oh i can imagine i can imagine um todd do you have uh, your own version of this similar story between these two gentlemen uh well i mean mike touched on his pictures and whatnot but actually actually we did get to see a picture oh of wait he's got homework school. here what do you get you get homework here todd what is this oh, oh no this is papers here this is these are these are props <laughs> <laughs> i bring my own props not being a dick, Sean. That's what. It is. <laughs> uh, but actually, and the song that you picked, like you can't always get what you. That that's pretty much a nutshell for probably ninety percent of the people. Ninety percent, and and that falls under the same. I mean, the same category as myself. Um, and you were talking about hobbies and stuff. Uh, I was always into the audio portion of, say, recording and whatnot. So I mean, I had taken a course. I think it was like eight hundred bucks at the time at Mid-Ocean Recording Studios just actually used to be over here, but I don't think they exist anymore. Uh, he said ocean, I, Corey. He said ocean. Mid-Ocean? Mid-Ocean. Why? Oh. Is he going like to start singing Billy Ocean or something? No. No. <laughs> no. It's, it's almost a trigger word. <laughs> it's a trigger word. I, I just, I, I started. <laughs> I started having a, a nervous tick when you said ocean. Yeah. Okay. We'll tell that, let's tell that story later, but Todd, continue. <laughs> Michael uh, like that story. So I, I, I kind of did that, um, and I I graduated from that, and then I was gonna, th- and this was level one. I think it was recording engineer level one or something. So I did that, and back then was all like the the digital audio tapes and stuff. It wasn't it wasn't like it was now. They didn't have CDs and stuff. It wasn't it wasn't that. They, they hadn't started doing recording CDs and stuff. Um, I mean, I, I other courses I took. I took computer courses um at mid river um just to kind of because i was interested and when they first came out it was like okay i want to kind of know a little bit more about this started computer business on the side did that as a hobby because that's what i liked uh then it became more work because once you say put a system together for a friend or whatnot you're pretty much uh tethered to that person with that computer for the rest of their life because it didn't matter if, if if you had a profit of say 20 bucks or 40 bucks uh and you know techs were charging umpteen you know an hour and, and you'd spend two three hours with somebody and it was just kind of i don't know it, it became more work than anything else so i, I kind of dumped that idea yeah and then with the the guitars that that you've seen in the past 
in the room here, there's uh, I kind of got into, you know, guitar modifications and stuff, but like, like they're all hobbies. And like you were saying, Mike, when you went and you wanted to, to kind of widen your horizon into a career, that's kind of what I wanted to do with the audio thing. And that kind of fell through. It was more of a hobby. And I think like, like you said, uh, now you're doing something that you really like. So, I mean, if I would have gone into some of these other directions, I may have liked it. I may not have, I may have loved it or not, but uh, I truly enjoy the time that I have uh, doing my hobbies and, uh, you know, hanging out with you guys and, and doing stuff that's, you know, that's fun. I don't want to be tied to, you know, like a doctor or, you know, well, of course I wouldn't be a doctor. I always wanted to be a dentist, but that's, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> doctor of music. Our dentists, doctors, though, I mean, we've all seen, we've all, we've all seen The Hangover. There we go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a king. Every time I hear the word doctor, I think of Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Dentist. Yeah. My favorite dentist. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's uh, funny that you kind of mentioned the, you know, computer thing, right? How you wind up getting tied to somebody because of you know their computer mm-hmm. um so one of the other things that i've always been into is been comics and i've been actually fairly fortunate to kind of get to know people uh, that are actually working the comics industry here in uh, manitoba and bastard whatever. yeah i i hate you yeah so one of my <laughs> one of my I, I kid though yeah one of my friends is uh, married to you know the local godfather of comics um and uh so i want up getting to know him through you know his wife and you know he's always just kind of you know the quiet guy whenever we go over to her place and you'll watch a movie you know he disappeared into the studio and do whatever he's doing george freeman um and i just kind of got used because he was a mac guy and i had a mac at the time you know if i had a problem with it you know just call him up and usually he had the answer so a few years later we wound up uh, meeting uh, somebody else uh, ed rosowski um and on his form for his web comic uh with the first comic con that was coming out he was uh, talking about oh my god did you hear that george freeman's gonna be there i'm like it's just george oh my god yeah george freeman yo it's a godfather of comics it's just george, george. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like why are these people so excited about him? And it didn't really occur to me that, you know, okay, yeah, actually, he's kind of a big deal. You know, he's worked with some of the tops in the uh, industry. You know, he's done a lot of work um, in various comics, inking. He's writing. worked with Alan Moore. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's just, you know, how your perception is of somebody because, you know, he was always, you know, the quiet guy that, you know, just kind of toddled off into the studio. Well, you know, we were watching whatever stupid movie or TV series, you know, we we're watching the tick a lot. And yeah, like, you know, my perception was, like, oh yeah, he's my computer guy. You know, he's got a problem with my computer. I call him up and, you know, he tells me how to fix it. So it was just, yeah, that's kind of, you know, where tries to tie into Todd's story. I don't know if it really mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, sorry. It's it's strange how some people, I mean, you know them as a certain person, yeah, but everyone else knows you as something else. And you're like, well, it's just George. Like there's no like we hang out, we eat pizza, he looked at my computer, like what's a big deal? But you don't know the whole background. And I'm sure and like all these popular people that go to KeyCon, 
these special guests and whatnot. I mean, they're, they're kind of put on a pedestal, but I mean, they, they put their pants on just like you and I when, you know, one leg at a time. That's I mean, like, that, this is like when we go out and then people go, Oh my God, that's Todd McGinnity. You know, it's kind of that same, <laughs> that same thing. Yeah, I know. It's when, like, when, when did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's Sean McGinnity from Sean McGinnity.ca. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So come up to you. Hey, Sean McGinnity. That's M C G I N I T Y. Actually, that used to happen in high school with Todd, though. Uh, I'm actually not kidding. Um, when people found out that my that my brother was the guy that was playing guitar on stage, that's when the kids stopped beating me up. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, really? oh, really? oh yeah. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute, is that the guy that's six foot four? Well, six three. I was six, I think I was still six three when I was sixteen. Everybody's yeah. four over six feet. Doesn't fucking matter anymore. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like you, I don't go, oh, that's six six and that's six nine. I go, I'm fucking small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it was like seven feet tall. Yeah. But then, you know, he was like Todd was the cool guy in, yeah. in high school. Oh, lovely. And I was um, the I was the nerd. Sean, I wanna I wanna give you uh I just make a note right now because I'll I'll tell a story, I'll bookend this whole thing about getting into podcasting because i said there was a huge silver lining and you were a part of it ask me that at the end because i don't want to hijack you here (laughs) so but just make a note because it's a great it's a great metaphor for like if you literally literally a hundred percent if you get like a door gets slammed in your face another one opens as fucking hallmark as that is that's like i'm like okay i have to that's my that was that moment so anyways back to you um, I want to know what I, I you ca- wrote down. What I wrote down? Yeah, what'd you write down? Oh, I just wrote down? down silver lining. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Sean is hey, awesome. Hang on. <laughs> Sean, hang on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sean, am I in your silver lining playbook? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um. It brushes brushes at celebrity. So, I mean, we, we all know someone that that's kind of that that's that's kind of famous. I'm th- this isn't a name dropping s- section, but did you have a story like that, Mike? Where you know, there's somebody you know that's just a buddy. You don't have, and you don't have to say the names or anything. But is there somebody um, like that for you where they're like, you know, that person? Yeah, I I there was a guy I went to school with who went to dance with Disney Japan and he was a really well, like he owned it. His parents owned a dance studio and he was the son of a famous Canadian choreographer, fuck choreographer, choreographer, choreographer. It's a choreographer. It's a biopic. So yeah. So his, his dad was a famous Canadian choreographer and like a Bob Fosse kind of thing. And, his son in the area like like i went to school with him i actually danced the studio for a bit um that we can talk about later if you really want to (laughs) um and uh he was like a phenom like to people because they were like do you know do you know him and i was like yeah like i like i i don't you don't see it and it literally that is i think that's the trick to meeting famous people in any way, shape, or form. Like, not just, like, movie stars, but, like, anybody who you admire, I think the trick is to just remember that you both 
like you both shit, right? You yeah. both you both like get up in the morning when you don't want to. So if you demystify and still enjoy, right? Be like in awe of their talent or whatever, but like just demystify it a bit to yourself and be like, ah, they're in, like I mean they have they probably bite their nails. Yeah. Yeah. Treat them like a human being, essentially. Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, I get to meet Lori, Lori Smith. Yeah. Um, great accomplishments in the comic book field uh, it, and all that stuff. So I wanted Lori on the show. And uh, for I think I sat on it for two years. Yeah. It was like too chicken shit to, to ask. And then Corey's like, okay, well, I'll just set it up. Doo-doo-doo. It was like, it was pretty much like that. And I'm like, but that's Lori. But I'm like, yeah, I'm like, but that's Lori Smith. You're like, yeah, it's just Lori. It's truly the machine that is television and media. It really, like, it really, really is. When you, when you take that screen away, you're just like, okay. Like, I mean, they've just got bigger problems because they got more money or they have more fame or they have more whatever, right? Their problems are relevant to them. Just like ours are relevant to us their problems aren't relevant to us because we don't have million dollar problems or same problems. So there's that, there's the uncommon ground. Actually, can I share one more, uh, one more story about fame and yes, absolutely. Okay. So back when I was about 10, yeah, 84. Yeah. Would have been about 10 years old. Um, we've gotten our first VCR. Yes. It was a JC Penny Panasonic, you know, one of the old steel, huge, heavy, eight hundred dollar units. Yeah, if I still oh, had, yeah. it'd probably be running better than anything you know we ever had. It was back, you know, before planned obsolescence. Yes. Um. So, you know, at the time, there's very few movie rental places, and there happened to be one uh, that we stopped in to see if you know we could rent a movie because you know it's fairly new technology for us. Um. So you know, I had to go in and st- uh, start you know, start the process for uh, getting a membership. So, you know, I went in with my mom and, you know, it's like, okay, well, we'll probably be using it on my, uh, you know, my dad will be, you know, bringing his credit card. And it's like, okay, and what's your dad's name? Brian Taves. It's like, Brian Taves? The curler? Because that year they were, they went to the world. Oh. And so the guy's like, is is he coming in here? I'm like, well... You use his credit card. <laughs> so this guy was like actually in awe of my dad. I'm like, is like, yeah, like you're related to Brian Taves. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. But you know, for that year, you know, my dad was somebody famous within the city, very and, famous. Yeah, as Todd and I found out, we had no idea, and we yeah. saw the like we saw the footage. Yeah. Like, holy shit balls! Yeah. Like, that's fucking cool. That's very cool. Stone. Yeah, but you know, I was 10 years old, so I didn't really care about stuff like that. It's just, you know, the thing they kept taking my parents away from me, and I had to go, you know, stay with my babysitter. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they went to Scotland, and I stayed here. You you make it sound like it's like, like at the border in America. <laughs> in America. Yeah, like what they do to immigrants in America was what your parents had, had done to you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, actually, one of the other funny parts about uh, this whole thing is they actually took me to uh, Duluth. That's where we wound up getting the one uh, up getting the VCR, and I almost got my dad arrested over that. Um, but we had gone to yeah. That's a whole other story. Um, I'm sorry, you went to Duluth. 
Minnesota to buy the VCR? Yeah, because uh, they were curling there. Oh, okay. I thought you just drove from Winnipeg to Duluth, Minnesota. I hear they sell VCRs in Duluth. <laughs> They're on sale. I know a guy in Duluth. He sells VCRs. You're like, Back up the family. We're just going to Duluth. Yeah. No, what had happened was, uh, so, you know, because dad was, you know, curling, they took him down to the, one of these really fancy restaurants. And of course, you know, brought me along. And I was complaining because, you know, they didn't really have anything that I wanted. Now, looking back, I'm guessing that this is probably, you know, one of those four star, you know, Michelin rated places. <laughs> but at the time, you know, being a kid, I just couldn't appreciate, you know, the type of facility. I fell asleep in one of their chairs. But I'm looking back, I'm like, shit, I probably could have had some really damn good food then. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, you know, there I was, it's like, well, do you have spaghetti? Uh, well, we have the fettuccine Alfredo with... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no Fred on my sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I don't put that Fred, but if he's putting out... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one ran a little long, and we had just taken a break here. We are going to continue this next week when we have Michael Petro from The Real Debaters come back to the show and tell us some more stories. See you guys on the flip side.